Hi, well, I'm here with Jodie West, who's our country head in Vietnam. Vietnam, a really important part of Asia. Um, can you just give us a brief overview of ANZ in Vietnam? What we do, how long we've been there, what sort of capability we have? Thanks, Shane. Um, so we've been here in Vietnam for, for 28 years. And whilst we started off as a, as a retail bank, today we're a corporate and institutional bank and we support the needs of the customers that are part of our institutional division. Um, so we're supporting customers across a range of industries, uh, including manufacturing, telecom, um, technology, agriculture, and so on. Um, and they form part of three major client segments for us. Um, the main one is our, our multinational client segment. Uh, we also support um, local corporates, a select group of local Vietnam corporates, as well as our FIG or our financial institution clients. Um, we have offices in both Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh, and we have 160 staff spread across those two offices. Wow, that's quite an impressive operation. Now, um, I think a lot of people who might be watching this tend to oversimplify uh, ANZ's international business and think, oh, we're only out there to service Australian and New Zealand companies doing businesses in places like Vietnam. But it's, more, it's much more complex than that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I think some of our largest clients are actually other Asian multinationals or US multinationals, European uh, multinationals as well. I mean, I think Vietnam is really the, the center of the whole supply chain uh, relocation um, that is that is underway. Samsung has invested over 17 billion dollars, 17 billion US here in terms of its facilities. And we're seeing other uh, technology companies, whether they're Taiwanese or American and so on, investing significant amounts uh, in plants here in, in Vietnam. So um, ANZ is a key counterparty to, to those companies. So um, it is Vietnam's one part of the puzzle, but um, it's really valuable and, and plays a really important role in the relationship that we have with some of these big multinational players. Now, um... You know, we're not alone in Vietnam, although we've been there probably longer than many foreign banks, but, you know, a number of uh, international banks are there on the ground and, and provide similar services to, to those that we do. What, what sets us apart as a competitor and what, what do we do better than others uh, for our customers who do have business opportunity in Vietnam? So I think from a, from a pure capability perspective, we're well recognized in, in terms of, of trade and we've won numerous industry awards here in Vietnam year after year after year, uh, transaction banking and, and markets. And, and certainly our markets franchise punches well above its weight um, for our, our size where, um, so for instance, I was just in an award ceremony recently where we're um, amongst the top five FX counterparties in the local market. So really strong product capabilities. Um, one of the sort of softer parts of our business that really strikes me is our customer service. And I know from, from the moment I landed, I had some of the world's biggest customers when I was out visiting that were talking about the level of customer service that uh, the team here provide. And Vietnam can be a challenging market given the regulatory um, environment. And if for an international company coming into Vietnam, it can be a little tricky to, to navigate. So the team really do a fantastic job uh, in helping customers navigate regulation, but just overall responsiveness. I, I know I was, I was meeting with one of our big European customers the other day, and he was just talking about the responsiveness from the team that we have on the ground here far exceeds our, our competitors. And that's why they continue to bank with ANZ today.
Well, that's really terrific. That's a great uh, reason for people to choose uh, to choose to bank with ANZ. I've been in and out of Vietnam for a long time, and um, people have always been very optimistic about the opportunity. As you say, it's not always been the easiest place to do business, but one of the great opportunities was really, I think, as an alternative market to or an alternative manufacturing site to to China and and other places. With what's been happening in the world, geopolitics, COVID, all the things that are moving around, your sort of headline, has that been a good or bad thing, do you think, in terms of Vietnam's place in the, in the Asia region? I think it's been a fantastic thing for, for Vietnam. Um, the Vietnam government has um, engineered a really clever path uh, in terms of negotiating free trade agreements. Um, I think it's, it's pursued a very similar path of development to Singapore and so has been very busy over the last decade negotiating free trade agreements and most recently um, struck agreements with both Europe and, and the UK. And that European one is expected to increase um, Vietnam's GDP, I think it's by 15% by 2030, 35. So um, quite, quite considerable. Um, the supply chain relocation has been underway for a decade, let's say, right? It was, I guess, the, the, the catalyst for it was the increasing costs in China. The geopolitics, particularly between the US and, and China, really accelerated that, that process. And I think um, just with COVID and, and all of the issues around supply chain, it's further accelerated and further um, opened the eyes, I guess, or the risk awareness of many multinationals. And so Vietnam's been a, a massive beneficiary just in terms of um, the FTAs they have in place, the tax incentives that they're giving uh, international companies to, to move here. Um, it's a long, thin country with very good access to, to export ports and, and shipping lanes. Um, and wonderful people, um, very skilled people. The, the labor cost space is, is much lower. Um, I think the other thing to give Vietnam credit for is the way that it has navigated uh, geopolitics. Um, I've heard it described on a couple of occasions as the Switzerland um, of, of Asia. I mean, it shares a, a border with, with China, um, but it has um, massive trade linkages with the US. So uh, yeah, in, in, in a very long-winded response, Shane, I think that Vietnam has been um, has benefited even more so from some of the issues playing out over the last couple of years. Yeah, look, I would agree with that. Now, it sounds like it's really well placed in terms of the development path it's been on, in terms of the opening up of the economy, the amount of foreign direct investment in there, that's really built some amazing capability. And I would say overall, you know, our view is the future is bright. But from a business perspective there, Jody, what, what excites you about the opportunities for, for ANZ and for our customers from here over the next sort of three to five years? I think, Shane, that we're going to see continued um, diversification within supply chains. And um, certainly all of the conversations that I'm privy to directly or even indirectly with our, the bank's multinational clients, whether they're Asian, European, um, or from the States, um, they, there's all an intent there to continue to, to um, expand their operations here in Vietnam uh, for the reasons we've just um, discussed. But even across um, other parts of, of ANZ's uh, regional network, I think the reality is we're really blessed with a strategy that is about being in the right markets um, at the right time and, and having the right strategy to, to bank those customers as they continue to expand. I think one of the 
um, it's obviously a significant opportunity here in Vietnam. We're well placed to support our customers as they come into Vietnam and either expand existing operations or for others, it's a greenfield approach where they're starting, they're starting afresh. Um, but one of the, the great advantages that we have is this unique regional network because what we typically find is that the customers that we're banking were able to support um, in, in one or more um, countries or markets across the region. Yeah, no, that's great. That is absolutely core to the proposition. So, Jodie, you've been there for a few years now. What's the best, what's the best part of the job? I think um, yeah. it's an amazing market to be in, just the economic growth that is literally, it, it goes on in front of your eyes with um, buildings going up and, and factories being built. Um, but also the economic development and the prosperity that you can see um, moving ahead in leaps and bounds um, month after month. And the people, the people are um, amazing. Um, it's very much a collective culture. So it's about, it's about the group, um, their resilience and, and their character. So it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to be here. Yeah, no, great. And thank you. Yes, it is a great country. It's, and it's great to see it really starting to achieve its potential. And there's still a long way to go. And as you rightly said, ANZ's been there for quite a long time now. And, you know, we've really sort of uh, focused our operation there and, and started to see it really grow around what we do better than others, which is facilitating that trade and capital flow. And I think, you know, what I learned on the ground there was just how relevant that is in a country like Vietnam for, for some of the customers that you mentioned. But I think, you know, there's still massive opportunity there. And we know that when we go and talk to customers, wherever they might be, Vietnam is very much one of those countries people, big companies, investing companies, growing companies are interested in. And uh, I, I think the future is really bright and it's great that you're there leading ANZ for all of us. And um, hopefully we can partake and help shape a better future for Vietnam, but also for, for our customers that participate there. So anyway, thanks, Jody. That was really great catching up and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Shane.